Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Marab Devalishvili, who is one of the top bantamweights right now, but it's funny to me because it seems like his name hasn't really been injected into the mix like it has with other fighters such as Marlon Vera, who recently defeated Rob Font. Even Rob Font has had his name injected into the mix, but Marab, I feel like people are sleeping on him a little bit. And that's why I wanted to talk about him because I want to know where he fits into all of this. Where does he fit in this stacked 135 pound division, which has no shortage of contenders or rising prospects? Right now, it seems like he's in the middle of rising prospect and contender, which is why I'm interested to see what he's going to do next, who his next opponent is going to be. Because right now he has a record of 14 and 4, and he is currently on a seven fight win streak, with his most recent win being against Marlon Marais which was an amazing fight because Marlon rocked him early and looked very close to finishing him but somehow Marab survived and came back connect with some shots of his own before finally finishing the fight in the second round by TKO and that was a very impressive win not only because Marab had to face adversity before winning before getting the finish but also because he got a finish and that was a huge thing that he was missing as a UFC fighter all his wins ended by decision and I could understand why he would go on a six fight win streak but not garner any attention from it personally i was watching these fights and i thought he looked very impressive especially in his fight against cody stamen who was a legit test for anyone at 135 but marab really showed in that fight that he is a force to be reckoned with specifically because his cardio is impressive and he can go 100 every time without getting tired but like i said this six fight win streak although impressive they all ended by decision so he didn't really have have any highlights for people to be like oh man you got to watch out for Marab he's going to be the face of 135 one day so after his Marlin fight I think he started to garner that recognition people began to take him seriously as a top 10 bantamweight and it was great to see because I really like Marab not only as a fighter but as a person if you watch his interviews if you follow him on social media you would know that this guy is just such a likable guy so for him to be finding the success that he's finding now is great especially since he started off his UFC run with two defeats in a row he was probably on the cusp of losing his job had he lost three in a row but luckily for him he turned it around and now he is in the position that he is in today but it is a position that is not so clear and with Marlon further declining after his fight with Marab I feel like that win has lost some of its value and because of that he's further in that position of limbo so how does he get out of limbo what's next for him how do we get Marab to a title shot? So right now he's ranked number six at 135. And personally, I think he deserves someone ranked higher than him. And for me, there's a clear answer. And that is Marab Devalishvili versus Piotr Jan. Because the storyline is perfect. Because Piotr is coming off a defeat against champion Aljamain Sterling. And of course, those two have a lot of beef. And I think that's still unsettled. But obviously, Piotr is not going to be in title talks anytime soon. He's going to have to get a win especially with Aljo remaining as champion. So for now, I say Piotr should fight Aljo's training partner, who is Marab. Both of them train under Ray Longo. And even for the buildup in Piotr and Aljamain's second fight, Marab was in the mix as he was 
talking trash to Piotr. There was that video of them backstage just going off. And when I saw that, I'm like, damn, this is actually great for Marab. It's setting him up for a potential fight with Piotr if Piotr doesn't beat Aljamain Sterling. And since he hasn't, this fight with Marab makes complete sense to me. Especially for Marab, who needs a big win on his resume. Because as big as that Marlon win was, Marlon's name value has dropped quite a bit because of his decline. So Marab is going to need someone even bigger at this point, And I think Piotr is that name. So it's very clear as to what's the next move for Marab. But I think he will start getting sticky if he gets past Piotr. Because if he does, Marab will clearly be the number one contender at Bantamweight. And if Aljamain Sterling is still the champion by this time, I actually do wonder what's going to happen. Because the thing with Aljo and Marab is that they have no bad blood between them. In fact, Aljo went with Marab to Marab's home country of Georgia, and it seemed like they had a great time there. So overall, their relationship is very strong. But if both of them are at the top, that's when things will start getting interesting. And of course, it's a lot of ifs. If Marab will beat Piotr, if Aljo will defend his belt against whoever he fights next. It's not 100% clear that this will happen, but we are getting very close to that. We are one to two fights off, basically. And look, their coach Ray Longo has said that those two will not fight each other and if we do get to a point where Marab is the number one contender and Aljo is the champion then he said he has no idea what's going to happen and honestly that's the storyline that excites me the most in this 135 pound division if you have Marab as the challenger to Aljo's belt especially with how much those two like each other but like I said there's a lot of ifs because Marab would have to get past Piotr first and honestly I think it's a favorable matchup for him because his wrestling is solid. It's very good. And look, Piotr got taken down multiple times by Aljo in their second fight. He has strong wrestling, strong grappling, but it's not to the same degree as someone like Aljamain Sterling. And that might be even the same narrative if Piotr fights Marab. So there's a chance that Marab can get past Piotr. But if he does and Aljo is still the champion, who do I think is going to win that matchup if those two were to fight? And honestly, that's really hard to say. I have no idea. I think Aljo doesn't get his credit for being as good as he is because of all the controversy that he's gone through, but he is at the top of 135, which is one of the best divisions in the UFC right now. So clearly he's very good. And stylistically, a fight with him and Marab will be very even because they fight very similarly. They train very similarly. That would be an interesting fight as a fan, but I could understand why Marab wouldn't want to take it or Aljamain wouldn't want to take it. So if that's the case, if they get to a point where it's like, no, nah, we cannot fight each other, not down for that at all, then I could also see the UFC possibly slow tracking Marab, the opposite of fast tracking to a title shot. So what I mean by slow tracking is instead of giving Marab number one ranked Piotr Jan, why don't you give him someone like Marlon Vera, who is also coming up, or Rob Font, who was coming off of a defeat. That would make sense. Or even Dominic Cruz. What's Dominic Cruz doing? I think that makes a lot of sense. And if Marab wins, that's a huge name under his belt. That's a former champ, the greatest bantamweight of all time. If he was to beat him, then that would be huge, but it wouldn't be enough for him to fight for the title, in my opinion. I think he would need one more fight because Dominic is not a top five fighter. So I think if you wanted to give Marab the slow track to a title shot, give him either Rob Font, Dominic Cruz, or Marlon Vera. And then if Marab was to get past one of them, then give him Piotr Jan. 
I would love to see that matchup just because of the storyline. But honestly, even anyone else in the top five, TJ Dillashaw, Jose Aldo, Corey Sanhagen, I like all of those matchups for Marab. And I actually want to see him get tested against those guys because I think he has what it takes to at least give them a tough fight. All I hope is that the UFC doesn't use him as someone to build another fighter off of. So for example, if they were to set up Marab Devalishvili versus Sean O'Malley, that's unfair. He doesn't deserve that. I think he is someone who is the A-side and can become a champion one day. So let him continue that path. But I could also understand the conflict of what's happening because he trains with Aljo and he refuses to fight him. But who knows? Maybe that would change once both of them are at the top. And like I said, that's the storyline that I want to see the most. But if he's adamant about not fighting Aljo, then slow track him. And I know Marat probably doesn't wish this, but his best bet is if Aljo loses his belt. Because if that were to happen, then the road is clear for Marab. Regardless, even though he's in this state of limbo at 135, he is a tough test for anyone. And I think why he's in this state of limbo is because no one wants to fight him. He's very good, but he doesn't have that name value like a Piotr Jan, TJ Dillashaw, or Jose Aldo. But I do hope whatever it is, Marab does get to the top. And for his sake, because I know he doesn't want to fight Aljo, I hope that doesn't have to happen. And the way he does capture the belt is by not facing his training partner. It will be against someone else who is the champion at that point. But at the same time, I don't want to see Aljo lose. I actually like Aljo and I'd like to see him remain as a champion for a while. But with how deep this division is, I wouldn't be surprised if he lost his belt. And if that were the case, I hope one day Marab would be that guy to reclaim it. But what do you think? Who should Marab Devalishvili fight next? And do you think he has what it takes to become a UFC champion? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.